you ever feel so disconnected to your past that you forget who you used to be? I constantly am trying to remember what my childhood used to be like. Uh, Kyler now being 12 years old, he's doing his own thing now. I mean, he's like his own little person. Today I was in the kitchen with him and he's cooking eggs, flipping them and stuff. And it's like, damn, he's already making like breakfast sandwiches and stuff. He's in seventh grade. I try to remember like what was seventh grade like for me? Who was I in seventh grade? That's 12 years old, 13. Like I can't even reflect back. I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you accurately one thing about seventh grade that I can remember. It's freaking nuts. I don't know if it's because I've become such a different person in, you know, all these decades. I feel like all these decades, I'm only 35, but you know what I mean? Like a long time, all these decades for sure. So I feel like I've been so, uh, on such a different path than I used to be that I don't remember my old story. I got a feeling of what it was like, you know, if you took my story, I mean, it wasn't. It was like the overcoming of the environment. I could have went two different ways growing up. You know, I could be a completely different freaking person. But little things have happened along the way that I find serendipitous, that I followed, I said yes to, I went through. You know, it took a lot, a lot of searching, and I'm still doing it. Um, but, dude, when I look back and try to try to almost fathom what my life would be like and how just by a series of events, by a series of choices, decisions, mishaps, whatever, I ended up where I am today. So, uh, yeah, I try to recall back, like, what was this all about? How did, was this, how was this made? It's weird because Kyler has a different kind of story to his childhood. I try to like see my childhood through his eyes kind of and try to remember like we watch the same movies together like when I was his age I watched the movies Goonies and stuff he just watched for the first time the other day it's like that's a weird thing it's like I remember watching that when I was your age so but I still can't remember really anything about that time I don't know what happened all goes really fast right it's like your conception of time changes too your your perception of it because as you get older the years are just that much more little of a fraction compared to your whole life so it's very weird it goes quick and I'm starting to see that you know restarting with a little baby I have a five-month-old and uh, I mean consciously being a parent's kind of cool too I'm not really a huge fan of babies like this stage is a weird stage you know it's not as fun but he's so he's getting so cute he's starting to walk around he's starting to recognize me and smile and laugh and he's kind of developing a little bit of personality so it's like it's really cool he's getting to a better stage more of a stage that I enjoy a little bit it's real hard for for, for Katie being a mom to him like always uh, 24/7 attached um, but to kind of go through it again having a 12-year-old, and then a five-month-old, you know, and kind of being where I'm at, looking back at it all, like, now I get a fresh start. Kyler's childhood has a different story. I mean, he he kind of has so much. He has so much right off the bat. 
You know, he was given a lot of entitlements, and I try to spoil him, which is a real good intention. Like, I'm trying to give him the best that I can, some things that I never had growing up. But it's kind of a, a bad idea at the same time because he doesn't know really the value of things. He doesn't know, like, I mean, he knows entitlement. He's entitled. I have a spoiled little kid, and I don't want it, but... You know, because hard times will build a character. My childhood is built out of a lot of hard times that I consider hard times. Not necessarily if you look back at it like me, it's like a lot of petty stuff. But I get it. When my son has an issue and he's breaking down, like, although I'm kind of undermining his quote-unquote stress. But, yeah, I mean, he goes through a lot. A diabetic kid that's not like everybody else. He's not normal. He has to literally fight for survival every day one of those things and us as parents you know are playing a huge role to making sure that he stays on top of that or making sure he just doesn't die there's a lot of close calls that we've had it's scary you know you can literally lose your child overnight you just don't pay attention one day or you know some technology is not functioning correctly and he and his blood sugar drops and he goes into a coma like that's a real thing that we face as parents and that he faces but that's going to build him or break him in his life journey moving forward. This could even be the reason that he, you know, he's uh, cursed by God, how he describes it sometimes, or, um, you know, how, you know, he's given this unfortunate life, which it is, but he can also use it as a, a huge tool to be bigger and build himself and use this as a strength somehow. You know, it's really the decisions you make. You know, I could have went a whole different path in my life, and it I should have. I mean, I think the story was I was supposed to. But, you know, I, I had different kind of role models. I had different kind of um, priorities. And I had, a, you know, a heck of a couple good North Stars that I started to follow. So I kind of got out of my, you know, my, my environment and built a new life that's you know completely the opposite and I love it because I'm thankful for it I love that I can rewrite now the story for my family moving forward they're not going to have the same kind of struggles and they're not going to have the same kind of hardships that I had my children but coming up in a safe world it builds soft people you know I once uh, heard a quote that was uh Hard times build hard people. Hard people build soft times. Soft times build soft people. Soft people cause hard times. So it's like, it's kind of like that cycle. Right now, we're kind of the soft people creating some hard times. Joe Rogan said that on the podcast, and I, I, it kind of lit up for me. So it's like, they're going to have a different kind of childhood. All of this generation. It's a very weird generation. So it's it's crazy that I'm just trying to internalize my current life where I'm at and try to like see it from the driver's seat. Like a, I love assimilation theory of like I'm the player, you know, inside the goggles playing. You know, I'm I'm actually my physical being is the avatar, but there's something behind the goggles. And I'm just trying to see from that more point of view, bird's eye, 
get an idea of kind of how to move forward and navigate through this following North Stars and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So another reason I, I like these, these times that I can, I can drive kind of and think or journal and think, you know, or just talk about it because there's layers to being able to kind of get deeper inside your, your head about what's, you know, what's beyond all the clouds of static and all that. But it takes, takes time to get there. It's like a conversation that you engage in. The longer that you get into it, the more engaged you are, the more rapport you have, the less distractions, the more the conversation gets deeper and deeper and you get through layers and then it's just like you elevate to a different kind of level, different, in a different tune, harmony. So, I don't know. It's weird, right? Past. I don't know if I'm just the only one that has a hard time understanding the past. And why is that? Is this early stages of dementia? Jesus, I hope not.